Yeehaw. I was just going right. to say that. Kick it off, dude. All right, okay. all right. Before we incriminate ourselves even worse. Well, listen, we'll see what it winds up in that cold open part of this. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hello. Yo. Hello. 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 Yo. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What the Hell is Happening in Temecula. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Dallas, and I'm joined with... Uh, today, I'm going by Jeff McPack. <laughs> okay. It is Dallas McLaughlin, because we are also joined by a guest today who is of the, uh, I guess, the Scottish descent, really, Irish and Scottish descent, uh, Christy McClure. So we are going to go... Right now, we're just going to hand out shots we're all going to do a nice little, <laughs> nice little dram real quick before we get this thing kicked off. <laughs> um, well, welcome, Christy. And uh, we're going to talk about a, a few things today. But also, once again, welcome back from the, the Thanksgiving break. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, and thank you, as always, for uh, listening to the podcast. And your feedback uh, is always appreciated and welcome. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's just been, it's been an interesting little holiday break. Not a ton of stuff happening, uh, you know, in the public square, but a lot of stuff happening uh, kind of behind the scenes that we want to get to today. So, Jeff, why don't you lead us in here? Because this is actually the most important week uh, for the last, I mean, culminating for the last eight, nine months of a huge, huge effort. Uh, is that about right? Eight, nine months of this pushing forward? Not quite that, that long, but long enough. Um, Long enough. It feels like eight, nine months. How's that? People like Christy, it feels like, you know, two years. And for people like me, it feels like two years. But, you know, technically, I think we initiated this on Monday, June 11th with the signature gathering for the notice of intent to recall. Uh, it was only June 11th, if you can believe that. <laughs> I had hmm. to go back and check today um, where we had to go get 35 signatures for each of them. Um, so from that point, to the point we're at uh, right now, and we're recording this um, a little bit early of this, but on Wednesday, we will turn in signatures for one of the school board candidates um, that we feel very confident will qualify for the ballot. Um, and so uh, we, we thought we would do a turning in the signatures edition of the podcast uh, and bring hmm. on some of the people that... Uh, hopefully a few of the people that helped all make this happen. And I, I think I can, I think I say this now more than ever. I sound a little sappy every time I'm, I'm supposed to speak, but you know, even including the both of you, I didn't really know the both of you before any of this before June, really. Mm -hmm. And the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that I've met, um, mm -hmm during this process and the people that have come out and trusted uh, one to make you the value pack as an organization or trusted um, their community members, just as people to walk door to door with complete strangers to try to get signatures for this effort has been something that is, I think bigger than our announcement today, right. About the turning in the signatures. It's something that is, that hits me as a human being, as a community member in Temecula, that is super important that I think we can't lose sight of while we are accomplishing this goal, that we've now established something that is 
going to go way beyond this event. This is just one thing, and it's part of part of a bigger plan for, for the pack, and I think for our community. Uh, well, I mean, I couldn't agree more. It, it is, you know, obviously we, we're not at the day yet, and there's still a lot of stuff that has to be done, a lot of names and all this stuff that has to be checked and rechecked and all that good stuff that you're supposed to do in a democracy. Um, but for a lot of folks, I don't think, I don't, I mean, a lot of folks might be even underselling it for, for a large swath of this community. I don't think they ever thought we'd be at this point. I don't think they'd ever thought we would have got to this point. I didn't think uh, we were going to be at this point, (laughs) to be honest with you. (laughs) I I didn't want to do this for a long time. I wasn't sure we could do it. Um, And so to get to where we've gotten, um, and and for some people that may be like, oh, you didn't, you're not going to get all three. I'm like, well, okay. But, you know, we need it. We need it. And, and, but for me, this is just huge. It's monumental. It's, if you do any research on recalls in general, they're generally unsuccessful. But mm. this speaks to a larger change and shift in our society as a whole, because not only are we recalling um, a school board member, likely, um, Orange County is recalling two, Rockland's recounting one. I mean, this, this recalls have a 0.3% success rate, generally, mm. um, and even getting on the ballot. So... You know, the fact that our community, like just regular people, like we're not, mm. you know, without the help of George Soros and some of the uh, boogeymen that people like to associate with us or Gavin Newsom um, or any of these people, these are people that just literally gave up their time and their, their, their effort to make this happen. And that just can't be... They can't be understated. It is truly a grassroots effort, and and I'm really proud of that. Well, sadly, I'm still waiting for my Soros check. It has not come yet, uh, and I have emailed him several times, georgesoros at gmail.com. It's very simple. I, and he, just for some reason, I'm waiting. I don't know if you guys got yours, but nope. it's coming. My 15-cent check is in the mail. David, uh, Maddox well, stopped, David Maddox stopped giving me updates on that. Like, how many days have we not received a George Soros check? He stopped <laughs> Stop giving that so that should be a ticker on the uh, one Temecula website. Just how many days yeah, since our Soros payout? Yeah. Uh, well, let's bring in our guest, Jeff. Uh, obviously, you have a, a, a more of a relationship with Christy than, than I do. This is my first time meeting Christy, uh, which I'm very excited to do. I'd love to hear about your experience with the recall, why you got involved, how you got involved, and uh, and where how are you feeling about this week and what's about to happen. God, you know, I feel like my story is very similar to others. I was aware of the school board, paid attention to meetings during COVID. Honestly, friends of mine invited me to the school board meeting in December, said, you should go. We've got this new majority. Okay. Went to the meeting and it was just an absolute shit show. If we can swear on this. (laughs) Yes, we Um, And so started attending just about every single one that I could January through now, 2023, um, a lot of people have a hard time getting up and speaking. So I've done public comments because it's something I'm comfortable with. Um, And that ended up me meeting a lot of other people. I'd have random people come up to me and say, oh, I saw you speak at a school board meeting or during the meeting. Um, Jen Bach, who was on the podcast, uh, walked up to me after a meeting one day and said, 
I really like what you said. How can I get involved? Um, and mm. so <laughs> I, mm. you've just met so many people and gotten involved, um, figured out that there's safety in numbers and you get more done as a group. So all of us coming together with the pack is the best way to get anything done. Um, and then yeah. just hitting the streets and knocking on doors because I'm comfortable talking to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it should be yeah. said, like Christy, you know, it, it, one of those things where um, we're watching a school board or I'm watching a school board meeting um, from home and I'm like, who's that? Who, who was that that got up and spoke? Like, and me texting somebody at the meeting, like, go talk to her, get mm. her involved in the thing. And that's literally how this kind of happened. And then, oh, you know, over the next few months and she's out walking and she's getting signatures and, and now she's um, part of a team that has been organizing people to go out and walk and also um, collecting the petitions that are already signed and brought back to us, checking them for errors. And that's kind of part of what we wanted to talk about today because mm -hmm. it's not as simple as just walking up and putting a signature on something and walking away. There's no. a standard that we have to hit as far as what color ink is being used on the, on the sign. So we have, you know, 600 of the same pens laying or floating around this town. We have 300 clipboards that are floating hmm. around this town. We have, you know, 12, in some cases, 1500 petitions, um, that we've had printed for this that have been distributed to you know people that turned in one signature or hundreds of signatures so we this is a collection of people that have had to manage this and over the last i would say a last month there's been about three to four people who have been taking all those petitions checking each and every signature each and every address each and every name um, and trying to make sure that it all is going to be accepted at the county level when we turn in. Um, so Christy's one of those people. Um, some other people um, have also been working day and night to do this. Like we've literally had people saying like, oh, I just started counting and looking at things and I just never went to sleep. Hmm. Um, and so when you're talking about 5,200 signatures that are approved, that we think are valid, that we think are going to pass um, Christy and uh, another whole group of just people have been taking on that task. And that's a huge endeavor. Like it's bigger than you can even imagine. So I'm appreciative of that. Um, and, uh, you know, Christy can probably speak more to that about how that process works. Yeah. I mean, really it's very set. It's set up to be very fair and make sure that it can't be, um, you can't have people falsifying signatures. I mean, everything about the petition, a volunteer can't write in Temecula as the city for somebody. The person signing has to fill out every single field. Mm -hmm. um, you have to verify as a volunteer, put your own information in. And we haven't paid anyone to do this. We're not using outsiders. This is 100% people that are involved and invested in this community. Live here, work here have kids in the district, work for the district. Um, I've gone out and canvassed, just signed up and showed up, canvassed with so many different people. And so these petitions have to be perfect to be accepted because the county wants to make sure you're not falsifying. Mm -hmm. Nothing's fake, we're not lying. And that's hugely important. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what, you know, the big argument uh, that the other side is, is, you know, throwing out there is that everything is outside agitators. None of this is locals. None of this is people in Temecula, you know, so on and so on. And, and it, I mean, I've always thought it was the most laughable argument ever, because as you just mentioned, it's literally impossible to do it any other way. Um, you have so many people checking and double checking to make sure that these are local people, that these are people who live in the community, who live in the city. Um, otherwise it doesn't work. So, but this is also the side we have to remember, uh, is has the, the wonderful dual, uh, hypocrisy of all elections are completely fake and bought and paid for. And simultaneously we won the election. So what's the point of you even doing a recall? They can believe both things at the same time, which is uh, wonderful. It's really, really wonderful. Um, <laughs> but that's that is the thing. You have volunteers like yourself who are going out and making sure this stuff works. I mean, when my wife and I went and signed at the duck pond, you know, we had to go to four different stations, and at each station, we had to type in a thing and show our ID. You know, it all had to be legit, and 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 it just it is a painstaking process for anyone to facilitate. And it's even, you know, a little difficult for the people who are signing it. But that's why it is a grassroots movement. It is a community movement. People who are willing to put in the time and the effort to make sure that happens. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about your experience going out and talking to people in the community, going door to door. Uh, as I've told Jeff in the past, I don't have the temperament to make that happen. Um, <laughs> so I'm always fascinated when people do. Um Obviously, I'm not looking for any war stories, but I would love to know uh, how much did you go out and, you know, go door to door? And what was kind of the, you know, the temperature of the people that you talked to were people I, I found that a lot of people aren't even aware that this is really happening. Yeah, there's there's a huge I went out a lot um, because I am comfortable going door to door because I do have the temperament for it. I tended to do a lot more canvassing um, starting in September versus planting myself someplace and having signers come to me. Um, quite, you know, I sort of led with, hi, I'm here about the recall. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. sign the, I'm here with the recall petition. Because if you know what's going on, you know immediately, yes, I want to sign or nope, I'm not interested. Um, and I'd like to have that conversation be, be very quick and be very respectful. I mean, part of democracy is we all get to choose how to vote and believe what we want to believe. And there's no... You're not going to get punished. You're not going to get in trouble. If you disagree with the recall or you say, I support the three, great. Apologies. Sorry to bother you. Have a great day. And that was it. Mm -hmm. Quick interaction. I don't want to take too much of your time. So, so you didn't try to do any, I mean, debate's probably too strong of a word, but you uh -huh. didn't try to win anybody over with that. Not if, not if someone's aware of what's going on with our school board and says, I support the three, or I'd say, hi, I'm here about the school board recall. Do you know what's going on with Temecula mm -hmm. Valley School Board? And if they know what's going on and they say, I'm not interested, I, you, you know, well, if they say, oh, I don't really know, no, thank you. Do you know what's happening? Would you like to know what's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is okay. where I'll inter interject something like that was something that was turned into some uh, a discussion that I had on a video by Capital in Maine. That yes. was then flipped into something else. It was a discussion about to our canvassers in the morning, we were going to go out and, and gather signatures. So we had about, I don't know, 20, 25 people there. And uh, the quote was something to the effect of it's not about being right. Uh, it's about getting the signature. And to Christy's point, that's literally 
what my statement was about. Like, if somebody doesn't want to sign, you're not there to argue with them, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to waste their time or yours, right? We have a we had five thousand signatures together. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. So you standing there trying to litigate why you should change their mind uh, wasn't really a very good use of Christie's time <laughs> or any other yeah. time. So sure, sure. And, and and even if you won that argument and you were right, uh, you still may not get the signature. So at the end of the day, it really was about speaking to people and, and informing people who were uninformed and had not formed an opinion yet. And the people that had already formed an opinion, it, it's not really worth the time and the, and the resources to try to convince them otherwise. Um, we can do that in a lot of different ways. We can hand them literature. They can study on their own if that's the case, but we weren't going to spend a lot of time. So in my defense, <laughs> that's what that was about. Um, and that was kind of how we went about this, right? Um, there, there are, there are a significant amount of people who had no idea what was happening at the school board. They don't either didn't have kids or had kids and they already went through and said, oh, well, and, but, but the open door for us was when they said like, oh, we had kids and we already went through. So this doesn't have anything to do with us. It absolutely has something to do with you, right? Mm -hmm. It has to do with you. If the school district fails, it has a significant impact on the rest of the city and also your taxes and where your tax dollars are spent by this board, which has been enormous, (laughs) the amount of taxed money that you have contributed, whether you have children in schools or not, they've spent on legal defending their bad, hurtful policies. So that's why we're at your door. <laughs> and that's yeah. kind of the argument that we made. And so to, to not to interject there, but to give a little perspective on that quote in particular, which was pretty funny to me. And, and I boiled it down very simply. It's not about... For me, as somebody who doesn't support recall elections on principle, (laughs) Um, because I feel like if I disagree with policies, the way you're doing the job, that's why we have elections. I also thought, though, if you are violating the rules that govern your behavior, the same way an employee, if you're, you know, if I get hired to do a job and I'm not doing it, I'm breaking the rules, um, I'll get fired. There's no one coming in and firing these guys for breaking the rules. And they Mm. are breaking the rules every month. (laughs) We see what they're doing. So for me, it was about that, that regardless of how you feel about all these hot button issues and policies, if you're a public school board in the state of California, you've got to follow California state ed code. We have a county board of education. We have all these rules that govern them. Mm. And then the fiscal irresponsibility. That was such an easy one. Um, to, to point to. And, and you don't have to exaggerate. I don't have to make stuff up. I can just very clearly explain, you know, what they're doing. Um, and it was, it was a pretty easy conversation. I mean, quite a few people did want to engage, say, well, wait, or well, wait, is this conservative or liberal? They want to know mm. what political party this recall is. Mm. And it's not, I mean, these are so nonpartisan bad. positions. There is no, which political party, this is not, there, there's no religion in politics in a public school board. And there's no religion in politics in the people that are canvassing and walking. I've walked, I mean, every time I canvass, you know, safety in numbers, you went in with a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time I met somebody new and walked with new people. Um, we were all over the map on politics, religion, age, ethnicity. I mean, really, a cross section of Temecula. I, I wish you could see it. it. It was pretty impressive. 
how different we are. That's what I was going to ask you next. Like you went to a, well, how many doors? Hundreds, hundreds, maybe thousands of doors. Definitely hundreds. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's another aspect of it. I think of this movement, right? And, and, and meeting each other and people that are like-minded in this particular cause. Um, but we, we really got to meet a lot of people that, you know, and walked a lot of neighborhoods that I'd never seen before. And you realize what 110,000 residents looks like when you only do one fifth of a, of a district for the most part. I mean, um, and Komorowski's district is where we focused for the last month and a half. And um, you, I remember walking down this neighborhood going, I have never even been close to this neighborhood and I've lived here, you know, for the better part of 20 years. And so you're meeting all of these people and all of these, you know, you're walking up to their front door. You know, they're, maybe they're outside doing a project or they're in their garage doing something on a weekend. And, you know, they got kids that are going crazy in the backyard and you're trying to like, can I have just a minute of your time while <laughs> trying to do this? Because it's so important. But that I thought was such a cool way to, I think I feel like I'm closer to this community than I have ever been before. Um, just in this process, just in the few times that I went out. Um walking and I'm sure Christy feels the same way. Like you you see people in the supermarket like, oh I knocked on that door. <laughs> I know that person. And you're like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. People have really nice front porches. There are some solid decorators, <laughs> plants, furniture. I mean, I feel incredibly inadequate having done the my my porch riz is severely lacking after doing the recall canvassing. Yeah. Uh, I, um, you know, well, to that point, Jeff, I, I, I would agree with you. I, I probably have never felt more a part of this community than I have during this whole recall effort, which I think is speaks again to the localized effort of all of the things that are happening. Um, but I did want to ask you, Christy, when you, when you, when you do go out and you do find yourself on those conversations with people that, Hey, they don't know what's going on. So you kind of want to cue them and let them know um, what was kind of the majority of the response you were getting? And I only ask this, it's a, it's a little leading because most of the time I found that people were pretty kind of open and understanding when you start talking about just the plain facts. But I, I wonder if that was the same when you're going door to door on their turf, so to speak. I think that the, the, I had a lot of conversations with folks. Um, and some of them, it was because I don't have a child in the district, this doesn't matter to me. They didn't think this would affect them. And so, yes, I've, I've seen it in the news. I'm aware something's going on, but I'm not a parent or my kids in private school or somewhere else. And it's really making the awareness of you're a taxpayer, you're a voter. This is going to impact you that all of these three, you know, whether or not you live in Komorowski's area, how he's behaving in school board meetings, the policies and resolutions he's presenting and getting passed affect all of Temecula, every single one of us. Um, and so many people move to Temecula for the schools. We're known for the schools and it's family friendly and there's parks everywhere and activities. It's, you know, the, our community is healthy and prosperous because of attracting families. Younger families come in, people yeah. stay. We have a good mix of ages. Um, when families stop moving here, and we start shutting down schools and there's no more need for these parks um, and the, the demographic shifts that will affect us. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, you know, I've said on this podcast before my, we moved here for the schools. I mean, that was, you know, six years ago or so seven, I think maybe now, uh, we, one of the biggest driving reasons we came to Temecula from San Diego was for the school district. Um, and it, you know, two things happened this past week for me that, that I think really kind of reiterate what we've been, you know, saying with this recall effort is that people come here for the schools. You know, my daughter is, uh, almost, she'll be 10 actually at the end of this month. And this week we went and saw, um, your, 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 oh God, Eurydice, uh, Eurydice at, uh, Temecula Valley high school. Um, which is, is a crazy, huh? <laughs> it was only pornography. Yeah. It was crazy. I, I took my 10 year old and I was like, you have to watch this where, you know, we lean a little bit to the left. And so this is your indoctrination. Uh, I'm being sarcastic for those listening. Um, yes, it is a great, uh, no, it's an, it's a fantastic show by a great playwright. And I am sure if the school board members saw it, they would, uh, be outraged by several things in it, but, uh, I'm sure they would say that if they watched elf. Um, but they, uh, but this was a, a great show and I, you know, this is the second show we've seen at the high school and I wanted to, you know, my daughter's in theater and I wanted to bring her there and she walked around, we walked around TVHS cause we didn't really know where we were going, uh, when we got there and she was like excited, you know, she even said out loud, like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to like going here. And I'm like, you're just looking at the campus, but it's like, that's how nice our campuses are. That's how clean our schools are. And they aren't that way because of this new school board. They've always been that way, which is the point we reiterate over and over again. You know, uh, they haven't solved any problems. They haven't made anything better. The schools have existed in this wonderful zone for so long, and they continue to do so despite all these uh, crazy things that are happening. Uh, and to another point, you know, we went to the local holiday thing here in our community this weekend and a lot of families out there and stuff. But the other thing I noticed driving around this weekend was, uh, the amazing amount of for sale signs. And that to me is a little bit of a red flag. I mean, it's the most I've seen in a long time out, out there. I mean, there was a four or five on one street back to back to back to back. And to me, that does suggest a shift is happening. Now what's catalyze, you know, what's the catalyst for that shift? I don't know, but I can say the one thing I know that's different than it was last year was this weird movement of these hard, hard right conservatives that are trying to overtake the public square. That is the big thing that is different. And we keep saying that, that, Hey, you know, if these things happen, if this happens, you are going to be, uh, you're going to see people leave. You're going to see this community start to kind of crumble a little bit and people call, you know, BS on that. And it's like, okay, well, you know, we can wait around and find out. Cause I think we're about to, yeah, uh, so it is worrisome. It's the hard part about all this is, is prognosticating what's going to happen based on the actions or inactions of elected officials. Right. And there's, there's, I mean, and I think during this process, we learned a lot of this and, by meeting so many people and talking with so many people, you realize that what you consider to be, we're all in our own little echo chambers here, right? Like, so we assume that our opinion is, yeah, it's blanket opinion for 110,000 people. And I think we all learned through this, it's just not the case, right? Mm. Um, and what I'm more interested in, I think Christy's more interested in um, as a, what she does for a living is, 
I want to know the data. I want to know actually what it is. Like, what is it? What do people really care about? And, Mm. you know, I think we learned a lot about that. I think that, you know, as we transition, hopefully, into this new um, this new campaign of having to get the vote out and convincing the people to push yes this next time around on this next vote. Because, again, I'll reiterate this, we have to litigate this twice to get this done. So we have to get people to sign, and then we have to get people to push the button for yes, we want to recall. Um, so taking what we've learned over the past six months um, from people and how to communicate to people and what is really important um, and convincing them to click that button is going to be super important. Um, and I think um, that is going to be something that, that having a wider group of people within our organization, people like Christy, um, people like Upneet and Jen Bach, who you know came in, I'd say probably you know halfway. That they, I mean, they were in, but they kind of came into a, a position of of really contributing on giving their insight into what they're seeing is going to go such a long way, um, not only in this recall effort, but in 2024. Um, we have the same same demographic of people, the same swath of people and data. We're, we're used for this. We're going to use in 24 when we're talking about um, the election of city council meetings and or, or members and, and school board members again. So that's it's super important. I mean, I just I think we've 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 done something really significant here and all these people that are on board now. I'm really excited about I'm really excited about the future of this. I'm really excited about our community and our chance of turning this all around. And putting us on a on a track to be be more of the city that people um, seek out to move to, instead of you know to cut bait a little bit earlier than they probably should. Like um, I would say, when I look at those real estate signs, I'm like quitter. You know, <laughs> <laughs> people I hate to say it, but you know that's kind of what it is. It's like okay, well, are you, you going to do something about it to fix it? And and we are a group of people that chose to do something. And that's mm-hmm. why we're here. We chose to fight instead of just letting it happen or quitting. Um, and that's not to insult anybody, but I, I mean, that's why I'm proud of them. So, yeah, I, I mean, you know, you earlier you said Jeff that there's other you know counties and stuff that are having these you know the recalls are are happening there as well. And and I I think the big thing about making a difference here, like you said. There's a group of people who want to make a difference, we're making a difference. We're trying to change the community for a better, for the better. And it really has been refreshing to see that these folks who got in, who, who, who you know, Kamraski and, and Cowboy Danny uh, and TikTok Jen, these people, these, I'm just making names up now. This is my favorite thing is just to make up nicknames for these folks. Um, but they, you know, they got in. And again, I love to reiterate this because I think it drives certain people nuts, but it's not like they landslided here. You know, they got in, they, they won by a few hundred votes here and there. It's not some huge landslide victory that, you know, earth shattering, but they, they, they won. They're in there. Right. And then they had to do their job and they don't know how to do it. And they thought the job, you know, I'm convinced that they thought the job was only getting to yell like that was what we get to do. Right. We have to just yell. And if we yell a lot and often then we're right and they have to follow us. Right. And I think that 
it was refreshing for me to see that most of the community, and as we're seeing with this recall effort, is like, no, that's not what you're there to do. And that that it just continues to prove the point that just because it's the loudest group doesn't mean it's the biggest group, doesn't mean that they're right. In fact, it's a small group. It's a small group of people who believe this, but they just keep saying it over and over again, hoping to convince you. And and as you mentioned earlier, Christy, it's, you know, they're not doing their job. And because they don't know how to do their job, they are now just taking away literal constitutional rights from people because they don't know how to do anything else. They, they don't know how to make it work. They don't know how to make it make sense. So they're just doing what they want to do. And it, it was infuriating for a lot of us to say, why isn't anybody doing anything about this? Why isn't it? Why aren't, why can't you be fired? Why can't you be just, you know, why can't you be walked out of the building by security? I mean, cause that's how you're acting. That's what should be coming for you. Uh, so the fact that this recall effort was put together and that we've gotten this far this week is just, uh, it's a monumental thing for the community and it makes me proud to be a part of the community. Another thing about it is everybody coming together, not just this being teachers and people who work with TVUSD, because obviously this is your boss's boss's boss changing the rules of where you work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I sit in these meetings and think, so this, these trustees would be akin to my CEO of my company saying stuff. And my boss is like a principal if I'm working at a school. And this would be terrifying <laughs> to see my company be taken in this direction and have some of the things being said and done. Um, if the way they treat each other at a school board meeting was a meeting I was attending at my company, absolutely a manager would pull them aside and say, you Danny, you cannot speak that way. Joseph, you cannot speak that way to another coworker in a mm. meeting ever. You know, if you keep doing this, you're going to get written up. We're going to escalate it. And I just think the things that they're doing and saying, if this was in, a, in an other, another workplace, how would it be viewed? If, um, if, you know, being held accountable, you know, breaking rules like Jen did and saying, I would do it again. You know, if, if I, if, if the opposite side was doing the exact same things you were doing. If Stephen Schwartz was walking into a school and ordering staff around, telling, I don't like this, take this down the way Jen did. And and you were allowed to, any one of them at any time. I think mm-hmm. we'd all be pretty pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you can't do this. <laughs> but that's really what it comes down to, right? From the beginning, it was, you talk about attending that first board meeting at TVHS theater. And I was there for 10 minutes. I had to go over to city city hall and watch some people get sworn in. And I was there for 10 minutes and never seen anything like it. And the, the first initial thing for me was this just isn't who we are or we should be as a community. Like it's just these people, the way they behave is not reflective of what I know of Temecula and love of Temecula and, and of our community. And that's the biggest part in all this. That has nothing to do with national political problems or issues has everything to do with what is right for Temecula period Mm -hmm. and the story. Um, And that is, that's something that I just have never gone away from the front of mind. I, I like to try to frame it in different ways for people. And I like to try to say like, Hey, listen, if you were to put this here, what would it look like? And you did it perfectly in that example. Like no, Nobody would want to work for somebody that shows up to a meeting in a flak jacket and starts kicking black people out indiscriminately that they don't even know or any member of the public 
and saying, you out of the meeting, you out of the meeting. This isn't our meeting. This is my meeting. And this is, you know, not the public's meeting. This is not for everybody else in the community. It's ours and we're in control. And that, that right there was disqualifying for me. Like <laughs> That's yeah. not leadership. That's not governance. That's not reflective of our community. So that's one, two, three, three strikes, you're out. And that is what it was for me. And it violates school board policies. They literally cannot pass a budget without a public forum and seeking public input. You are not allowed to have the fiscal year budget passed without that component of the public. And they did <laughs> I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're also, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say that one of the things that is really sad to see at these meetings and also with canvassing is how much school board trustees have demonized school employees and personnel. That teachers have been demonized. One of the first houses I went to, the person said, I bet you two are teachers that were some sort of evil. I mean, they, they were believing the misinformation that were some, you know, I mean, I've even said it. I'm not a pedophile and I do not support pornography in schools, despite what you may see. And none of us supporting the recall support pornography in schools. Um, and when we said, no, we're, we're not teachers, we're, we're both parents. And you can see them almost, you know, oh, uh, okay. And I've had teachers and family members of teachers scared to sign the petition because of what if somebody can find that information? and see that they've signed and they get in trouble. They get punished. They saw what this board did to Mr. Bailey at TVHS when literally he didn't do anything wrong. He hadn't violated a policy. He violated what they thought he should do for maybe a future policy, but you know, these teachers are scared. Personnel at school are scared of the people that are in charge. Well, that's, that's the big lie, right? Nationally. It's, you know, um, we can go a lot deeper. I know we don't have time for, for doing all that, but we can talk about banning books, right? It's the book's, pro- it's the book's fault. It's, it's this literature's fault. That's why our country is this, or this country doesn't, or our country doesn't align with the policies I think it should align with, right? It's the, it's the books, or it's the teachers, or it's the indoctrination. It's, it's all of these different things that, I mean, the, the, the way I, this is going to sound kind of mean, but I like the way I sum this up. It's, it's sort of like, it's sort of like the, the Saturday school kids all got together and decided to run for school board <laughs> to pay back all the teachers that put them in Saturday school. Hmm. Um, and that may be a little bit harsh, but <laughs> to a certain extent, if you're going to vilify the people that literally taught you almost everything you know, you know, for, for a Kamraski to stand up there and vilify teachers and call mm. them the enemies. Um, Jen Wiersma calls them the enemies of our community. Um, considering that Kamraski is himself somebody who was educated to the point of becoming a teacher. It's just astounding that the, they have this... Um, vitriol in within them and it's 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 really disappointing but it's it is clearly not who Temecula is well I said this before and I'll say it again I think one of the most atrocious things that have happened is is what we're talking about is that somehow the teachers have become the enemy I mean that is 
that was the, the biggest thing for me about wanting to get involved and do as much as I could, because it is unbelievable that we've allowed this to happen, that we've allowed people in our, our neighbors, our other people that we live next to that, that, that are now every teacher's a groomer. It's like, what, what are we doing here? What are we talking about? Like, it, it makes no sense. And not only does it make no sense, it is, as you said, causing unbelievable harm and danger to these people who, one, don't get paid enough to do what they do and have to deal with your crappy kids all day. I mean, let's be honest. Like, yeah. I love my daughter, but I, there's no doubt she's a nightmare in class. Like, you know, it's just let's be honest about our kids. Like, well, this is this is taxpayer child care. This is what we're doing. We pay to send our kids somewhere so we can go work and then they get to learn some stuff. I mean, we don't have to be romantic about it. And the fact that these people who have who are tasked with doing that, with educating our little kids and our teenagers, now they are the enemy is is one of the, the worst things that that has ever, ever happened in our community. It's ever happened across the country. And it's the same directive that was passed down. We've talked about this before, and this isn't a secret. These people follow the follow Tim Thompson or to some degree anyway, or have been heavily influenced by and he follows the director from Flynn and Bannon, which is to, this is all playbook. This is step-by-step playbook. These people are enemies. How do we, you know, how do we take control of every avenue of learning and education? And that's what fascism is built on. I don't mean to get too conspiracy theory because it's not. It's like you can go watch the videos and you can watch them talking about this and saying this is what they want to happen. It's, it's insane. It's scary. And the fact that a group of people could come out of the pandemic could come out of Zoom classrooms and not go, our teachers should be making $25,000 more a year than they do now is, is baffling to me. I literally baffled. I, I can't understand how anybody could walk away from that thinking anything else than our teachers are the most patient, amazing people on the planet. Well, and I think, and I will say this, Dallas, and, and, and to their credit, them trying to make teachers the enemy helped us quite a great deal in the long run. Mm. It really did. Because no matter what, you can you can say what you want. We've all had bad teachers. I've all had we've all had bad baristas. We've all had bad waiters or whatever. They exist. There are teachers that, you know, I don't always agree with. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know about you and you're not there yet, but you just wait, Dallas. Um, when your kids hit to about middle school, it's difficult to have one middle schooler. Imagine having to have 35 in a classroom every oh, day. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, that's taken me some time and maturity and some objectivity to realize how difficult that job is. You know, mm-hmm. like I didn't appreciate that when I was in junior high or when my kids were in middle school even. But now I look back and I go, that is really, really, really difficult. And I, I get I, there's so much appreciation that doesn't mean I'm saying they're all saints. The world is sure. black and white, right? There are fuzzy there there are fuzzy edges to almost everything that you can talk about. There are no absolutes. So saying that one teacher is a bad teacher doesn't make all teachers a bad teacher. It's the same argument you make on on BLM and all those things. Like one cop doesn't mean all cops are bad. We we know that. We're adults. That's what a, that's the way adults process information is perspective, objectivity. Um, And the other way to say that all teachers are part of a national conspiracy to indoctrinate students, 
is absurd and it's childish. And that's mm -hmm. really what helped us along this path. I mean, I, I will say this, I was a journalist for 25 years. I've said it many times before and the amount of people that would say, well, you're being directed by all these people. And I would joke all the time about receiving my morning directive email into my newspaper inbox about what I was supposed to cover every day. It's just absurd. Hmm. But that is the mindset that we're dealing with here. And ultimately, it's going to help us in the long run. It, it has helped us get this, these signatures done. And, you know, they're going to have to come up with a better reason to, for us to, for people to not vote to recall Joe Komorowski. And they're going to have to figure out a better reason in order than teachers are the devil than to get more of their people elected. And I just don't see it happening. I don't see our, I see our community waking up to this. Um, and so, you know, to wrap this up, I'm going to say it before you do this time, Dallas. Yeah. Uh, Christy, thank you so much for everything that you've done from, you know, me personally, um, from helping this pack grow, whether you have meant to do that or not, but the future of what we'll be able to accomplish as an organization in this community, I think is really bright because of the inclusion of people like you um, and all the others that have, you know, sort of come in a little bit closer and given a little bit more and uh, really put in the work. And I hope, I hope one day we're all going to look back on this, on this little ordeal on this unbelievably only six months and uh, think, remember that time? Holy, that was crazy, those board meetings. Wow. And maybe they'll make a movie. I don't know. But uh, Oh, hey, there you go. I would say this. To congratulations to people like Christy and, and, and the canvassers and our group and what we've accomplished. And um, hopefully all those signatures will be verified and they'll pick out a date to have a vote. And then we'll, we'll get after that. So join us if you want to be a part of something that is really, truly meaningful for this community. Well, if you want more information, please go to recallall3.org or you can go to onetvpack.com.org, right? We got all those. You got all those. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, you can find out all the information on all those platforms. Go read for yourself. See what's happening yourself. Don't let us be the ones that are trying to persuade you. As Christy has found out multiple times going door to door, you can see it all for yourself. <laughs> Here's what's going on. Uh, make the decision. Uh, and Christy, if you, I'd love if you have anything you want to add here before we, we, we sign off, please. I think my last thought is that sense of the phrase, it takes a village. And definitely as a parent, the it takes a village to raise a child. And I'm one of those parents that would write thank you notes to teachers at the end of the year of, of you're part of my village. You've been a part of influencing my children in a positive way, turning them into wonderful humans, wonderful adults. Um, and this village, our community is being attacked. <laughs> these teachers being turned into the enemy and these are important people um, in, in the growth of our children and, and part of our community. So I think that's the biggest part is that this village that we are all a part of, we need everybody's help. Um, that's why I'm on board and, and joining this group as diverse and different as we all are and differing opinions. We all have that same goal, um, of making Temecula boring again. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as I said, go check out, uh, the information for yourself. 
read for yourself, make your own decisions. Uh, and if you'd like to join this effort, we are here with open arms and tons of information and a lot of pens for you to have and go around and get people to use those pens and sign, <laughs> sign, and then also get people going. I mean, this week's a big week, huge culmination week. So congrats to everybody out there who has been a part of this. Uh, and congrats to everybody out there who has put in the footwork to go door to door and do this, an unbelievable task. And I, uh, I don't envy you, but I, I am amazed and in awe of your efforts. Uh, and yeah, there we go. Sounds good. Cue the music.